Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another week. Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube, Tom Barton Sports on the X and the Twitter, and TomBartonSports at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with the show. I love your guys' comments. I really do. Um, Every week, I kind of dive in, and I, I will answer every single email that you guys send off. And across to me, I got to tell you, look, it's been, I did a double show because I was going away and I I, uh, knew I'd be watching, you know, the Ivy League games. I knew I'd be paying attention to them, uh, but it's a lot to take all this equipment. And we went to Disney and and I actually probably could have um, at the place that we were staying at, but uh, but I didn't. And in the two weeks that 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 passed, uh, well, a week and a half that passed, uh, uh, chaos broke loose in the Ivy League. So I can't wait to get into that today. Also, games on the rise in this weekend. I'm really pumped up uh, to make some money uh, this weekend. I will tell you that. Look, I know it's not a betting show. I say that all the time. And then I give uh, my my point spreads, my opinions, and people go, and you made me money. Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, but it's not primarily a betting show. You guys go check all that stuff at TomBartonSports.com and uh, believe in betting on the Believe Podcast Network. So let's, let's uh, take a look here and see what happened last week when I was away. Because, like I said, Chaos broke out. Chaos completely broke out. We'll start off uh, with last Friday, and I'll give you my assessment of this. Look, Penn was in the doldrums. We knew that Penn was a one loss. Uh, I mean, a one win Ivy team. I had written their season off. A lot of people thought Penn was going to be a top four team in this division, a top four team get get that fourth seed in the playoff, maybe even third. I watched them go as high as second. I didn't believe in Penn. I told you from the beginning, I didn't believe in Penn. They were a, a one win team. They go to Dartmouth and win this game 82-69. And it's an interesting game because Dartmouth at that point was also with the one win. But Dartmouth at that point had reached over 60 points one time in 14 games, guys. One time they had reached the 60-point plateau. And in that game, oh, by the way, if you remember, in that game they scored 26 points at the half. They just exploded in the second half. 82-69. It was a good showing by Dartmouth. 47 points second quarter. I mean, Dartmouth... Their second halves have been much better. It's a trend to start watching, by the way. Their second halves have been much better. Their offense has been much better. Just not enough for Penn, who gets the win. Brown beats Columbia in Columbia in New York. I have to tell you, look, this is one of the surprising games. Not devastating surprising, but it was surprising. Columbia, I thought, was coming up. Brown was done. I mean, Brown, we, we, we pushed aside. Now, all of a sudden, after this game, 66-64, you look at this and you go, okay, wait, Brown's 4-6. and six. Columbia's four and six, and we knew Harvard was going to take on Princeton in a tough game. They lose that game. They're four and six. They lose 66-253. They only put up um, 22 points in the second half. Princeton, 43 points in the first half. They win this one in a game where they, they feel like they needed to win. And then we had the powerhouse game. The game of the season, people were calling it, and it certainly was. I called it the game of the season before time. Cornell... And Yale lived up to every bit of that. Cornell jumped out to a 37-27 halftime lead. 
They were able to hold on late 65-62. Cornell really, 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 really showed a lot of grit, a lot of determination. Isaiah Gray late leads the, the, this absolute dynamic of a game. Cornell is on the map. I ran to Twitter to start screaming about Cornell needs to be a top 25 team. When we're talking about the big three, it's Princeton, Cornell, and Yale. And Cornell at 9-1, they were the team. Cornell was the team in this conference. Oh, boy, riding high. I made money on the game. I was pumped up. Man, everything was great for the Big Red and for Cornell. We switched the page and we go to Saturday. Saturday, Harvard takes on Penn. Here we go. Harvard needs this win. They win at home 74-70. to They get that 5-6. and six. And again, they're in the driver's seat for that final, final spot. Harvard doing well at home. Harvard held this team to 28 first-half points. I know the second half fell apart. Penn with a nice pushback. Spinoso had 18. Uh, but Harvard w- was just that much better. Okay, great. Columbia drops a second in a row to Yale. You expect Yale to bounce back the game after. Look, they didn't have a crisp game. They led by two. There was a lot of points in this game where you thought that Columbia was, might, might take them. And Yale was feeling the effects from the night before. I have no doubt. But they did put up 49 points in the second half, 84-76. Noling, 20 points and seven rebounds. Princeton getting it done as well as they join 9-2. and two. Yale, 68-56 against Dartmouth. Dartmouth can't score again. Here we go. We're back in the same kind of situation. Pierce, 22-11. Nice game for Princeton. And then Brown takes on Cornell. Brown, who's done, they're over. It's it's okay. Cornell riding high. Here we go. All right, you expect a little bit of a letdown. Cornell was 11.5-point favorite. You expect a little bit of a letdown. They lose the game outright. Outright. Cornell, who you look at their record, you go, they're 20-5. and five. They're 9-2. It, it, it's a great season. This is not a game you can lose. You can't lose as an 11.5-point favorite at home against a scuffling, struggling, nine-win Brown team. I know their defense has been a problem. They gave up 43 points in the first half. Uh, but this was a closeout effort. Look, they were there, and they were there, and they came back. Oh, look, they were down big in the second half. Came out of the locker room, just didn't come out of the locker room, basically. Uh, but Cornell goes down 78-74 in one of the more disappointing games that I can remember in Ivy League regular season. I'm not overshooting it, guys. I really, really, really am disappointed in Cornell because of, wow. And and I didn't have money on this game, okay? It was just, wow, what happened? You can't lose a game like that if you want to be considered a contender. And I've been pumping my chest. I've been screaming and yelling that they are a contender. Oh, boy, this was a big, big, big letdown by Cornell. So now we look forward. They had a week to sit on this. Yale had a week to kind of recover from, okay, one and one. But, hey, we got saved. Harvard and Brown are now five and six. Princeton's right there. So you had a week to sit on this, and let's take a look at what we're looking at for this weekend. So as we move into this weekend, let's just keep in mind a lot of emotions going on, right? And, and we play uh, the games with emotion at this level, right? I mean, look, these guys are still kids. We play the game at the emotions with this level. I say we, I'm not on the court, right? But they play the game with emotions at this level. So let's not bury the lead, and let's look at Cornell. They're going to Penn. I told you, I thought Penn's season was over. Uh, Penn is 2-9 and nine in the Ivies. Cornell, 9-2. and two. Cornell has their 20 wins. They've had a week to prepare from the letdown. The emotional high on Friday, and this is what happens in the Ivy, unique about the Ivy League, a Friday-Saturday tilt. Emotional high on Friday, and then the absolute devastating loss on Saturday. All of a sudden, you got to ask yourself, how does Cornell respond? 
I have been screaming and pounding the table and pounding the table and pounding the table. Uh, it feels like for years that Cornell should be considered one of the elite teams. Their defense often lets them down. I get it. Um, this is a game that you must win. And you must not, not only do you have to win this game, Cornell has to squash Penn in this game. They have to go in here, say it was a one-off. Maybe it's a lack of success or understanding how to handle success, whatever you might want to qualify that as. And Cornell has to go into Penn and have, they have got to squash this team. They've got to squash them. I, I tend to think that they do. I don't know what the line's going to be set at. It's a road game. People got burned on Cornell last time. I'll say this line's probably going to be double digits, about 10. You know, I'm, I'm just guessing here. I, and, I, and I fully expect them to cover that. I think it is no offense against Penn. I didn't believe in them all year. I believe in Cornell. I believe in the bounce back here. Princeton will take on Columbia. Columbia traveling here. They've been a feisty team. And I think that they could hang with Princeton here. I, I don't think that this is a rollover game for Princeton. I think they could hang with Princeton. But you have to expect Princeton to come out on top in this spot. They're 21-3. and three. Uh, They now see the finish line where, you know, they don't have to play catch-up. They absolutely have the same record as everybody else that we're talking about, Cornell and Yale at 9-2. and two. They can still win this conference despite the little lull that they did have in the middle. Yale takes on Dartmouth. Dartmouth is the doldrums. Dartmouth can't score 60 points. We understand that. Yale, here we go. Um, again, a game where you expect Yale to come out and flex their muscles. They just have not done that most times this year. They're still a very, very overrated team. This is not a game that you could let down, but this is a game where you can almost relax a little bit if you're Yale. You know you could outscore Dartmouth. I don't think that they just run the table on them. I, I, I don't think that this is like a 30-point win. It, may, it, might, it might be. Um, but Yale just hasn't shown me that. And then we have a great clash. Brown against Harvard. Five and six against five and six. We told you. Yale, Princeton, and Cornell are one, two, three, in whatever order you want to make them. We're fighting for one spot. Columbia at four and seven. They need to pull an upset there. Penn's kind of out of it. Dartmouth's kind of out of it. It's Brown and Harvard here. Brown against Harvard. This is a playoff atmosphere. This is a playoff game. If Brown wins this game, suddenly their season turns around. Harvard wins this game. I On the road, I think, I think it ends Brown. I, I know it's only one game, but I think it would end them as being on the road. Now, the next night, going into Saturday... Brown takes on Dartmouth again at home. So they have the opportunity to jump right back into a win in case they lose that one where Harvard has to go to Yale. I think that the Friday night game for Harvard is way more important than it is for Brown. Brown could drop that game. Mentally, it's going to bother them. They can bounce back with, with Dartmouth. I get it. Uh, look, it's just, that's just the game I'm circling. Yale against Harvard will be a good game. I don't expect an upset, though. Penn, Columbia. You know, this is a rare road spot for Columbia to kind of go out there and get that win. And then Princeton Cornell. So Cornell has a game, and you hope that they don't look ahead. We know that they they let down. We hope that they now don't look ahead because they're certainly in a spot that they can. They can look ahead on Friday to Princeton on Saturday. Princeton has the opportunity this week, and with all the talk about Cornell and all the talk about Yale in the preseason, Princeton has an opportunity to validate when we got into conference play that they were the best team in the Ivy. They go 2-0 this weekend. We could very well be looking at Princeton as in full control of this conference with not much time to go. This is a massive weekend for Princeton. Massive. If you want to set it down and say we are the dominant team in this conference, this could be the opportunity. All right, guys. A lot, a lot, lot of good Ivy League 
uh, action on this weekend. I have to tell you, I'm pumped up. Really am pumped up. It's good to be back. I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Come and check me out there. Hope you guys enjoy the Ivy League weekend. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.